You're listening to the Two Guys Talking Podcast Network. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. The Small Business Saturdays podcast. With your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome into the show here this morning. My name is Aaron Montgomery and I'm with our success group. And today we're going to talk about building your very own money tree here and how that works and how that looks and kind of what the fundamentals are. They're the segments of growth opportunity and, and go from there. Hopefully everybody's having a good morning and uh, we're getting getting into it. And I appreciate you guys that are tuned in live. We'll get to those uh, comments and questions here in a little bit. Let's talk about this here, your very own money tree, right? So building this money tree building a business, <laughs> right? And that, that's thats the ultimate uh, where we're trying to get, right? We're a tree with money, right? And, and that's what our business is, in, if you look at it in this realm. And to do that, we've got to plant some seeds, we've got to care for it, and then we've got to tend to the roots of the foundation of our business tree. We want to get those those seeds in there. We want to get those roots to start growing. And then as those roots start growing, then you're going to have a trunk that's going to finally appear. And then that trunk, you know, we've got to continue to fortify and make that as strong as possible because then we can get all of the branches that come off of that. You know, we, we need to do some careful planning and nurturing to kind of make that trunk nice and strong, nice and girthy so it can hold lots and lots of money, lots and lots of fruit, right? And then we have to also then start making the branches come off of it. And the branches are the actions. The branches are actually getting into action. Once you've kind of got those roots in there and you've got a nice solid foundation there and you've got the trunk going, you've got to get into action. And those branches are going to start growing even as the trunk and the roots are still growing. So we've got to be sure that we've got that mindset that um, we're, we're action, 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 right? That, that kind of a mindset. So um what I want to do is, is talk to you about the three sections here, the, the plan, I'm sorry, the plant, the plan, the perform, and um, kind of lightly go through each of the, the 13 fundamentals. And you guys will remember not too long ago, we went through 13 things that were just fundamental core of, of business. And these, those are a lot wrapped up in here. And, um, you know, for those that don't know me, I do enjoy the number 13. I was born on a Friday the 13th. So, um, the, the number 13 shows up for me a lot. And, and therefore I, I like putting things in that regard. So um, the other part about this is this is uh, how I'm building the book that uh, I've been planning to write for a long time. And it's finally really starting to happen. And, and so I'm really excited to, to dive into this. So we'll do that in just one second. I know Curtis had a question here this morning. And um, so let's let's take a look at that question here real quick. Okay, so Curtis said, good morning, question off the top. Do you charge sales tax on total before or after discount? Um, that sales tax would be charged on the total that you charge. So basically after discount uh, is, is the way that sales tax is charged. So if you're discounting it, then you only have to charge sales tax down on, on to the, so let's say you were the normal price was a hundred dollars and you're going to give them a $25 discount. So you would only charge sales tax on $75. So hopefully that answers that question quickly for you, Curtis. And then, uh, Jerry, good morning. 
Darren, hello. Uh, thanks for tuning in here this morning. And then Sandy, thank you so much for being here as well. Awesome. Okay. All right. So let's actually, let me pause for one quick second here. Okay. So let's get in back into this. Um, first and foremost here, I would like to uh, pop something up on to the screen for you real quick. So you guys can see kind of the concept, the idea. I've shared this out there a little bit, but let me just pop that right there. So here is what we're talking about. We've got plant, plan, perform, and then the segments inside of that. And so I want to go through, um, cover kind of what the plant, plan, and perform are a little bit more. And we'll, we'll lightly touch on some of the other things. And then, yes, as we go through, if there's questions about the different areas, we can, we can get into that. But we can also... Um, I'll also be providing some small business Saturdays where we get more into the weeds on a lot of those uh, 13 different fundamentals there. So with that, let me get back to this here. And um, you guys have seen it. So um, when when I was kind of trying to come up with this, right, kind of figuring out how this looked and how this felt for me, um, you know, I've, I've looked at a lot of different ways to kind of describe what a business is, because I think if we don't have some way for it to click in our brains, it becomes really difficult concepts to grasp. And so, um, you know, you guys know I love the flywheel idea and there will be a flywheel in this book. So don't worry about that. Um, but, you know, fire fueling fires and stuff like that. But for me, a, a fruit tree always kind of showed up as the best way to visualize how a healthy, sustainable business grows, right? There's lots of different ways to grow a business through, you know, either kind of tricks and hacks and grinding and hustling and, but a healthy, sustainable business, I think is a very specific kind of, of way to go about doing this. And it kind of it follows this process, right? So all the other ways can be very difficult to hang on to and and that's okay but i want to show people how to build a healthy sustainable business that grows right so um when when we start thinking about a tree again we've got all those different parts we've got the roots we've got the trunk and we've got the branches coming off of it and then from there then a tree also has leaves and once those leaves come and fill up the tree, then the fruit comes after that, right? So that's that's the way a tree works. Uh, we're in currently, as, as I stand right now in the live version here, we are in spring. So the leaves are starting to, to show up and fill in the trees. And, um, and then, you know, they'll blossom and bloom. And, and if it's a fruit tree, the fruit will start showing up. And then we'll be able to pick that fruit. Um, but what happens with the leaves they go away right in the fall they fall off and die and then you know they become kind of fertilizer and then they they uh then the tree continues to get healthier roots and stronger trunk and grows so the the roots the trunk the branches are all still there but the leaves like i said they come and go so to me the leaves are the okay the <clears throat> latest funnel the piece of equipment you're trying to learn the right those things are are really important to work on at, but only after you have all of this foundation right and so what most people do though is they only see the leaves of the tree we want to get in and care for the inside of that tree 
So the leaves could be as healthy as they, they go because the leaves are going to come and go. Right. And so, like I said, most people just see the leaves from the outside and they want to focus all on that. How do I do this thing? Right. They, they're working in their business. And that's, again, we've got to spend time working in our business. I, I think that the actual building of the foundation is about 15% of your time, but I spend about 90% of my time talking about that 15% because it's not what people are interested in. So I feel like it's my responsibility to make sure that people understand how valuable that is. Hey everyone, Aaron here real quick. Sorry for the brief interruption. If you are getting anything out of Small Business Saturdays, please head over to oursuccessgroup.com forward slash SBS. We're gonna send you some free resources and give you some more information about our success group and how we might be able to help your company even more. Thanks for tuning in. Now back to the podcast. When we have that opportunity to work on our business, we need to focus on some very key things. But let's get into the three P's here. What, what are they? And what we've got, we've got plant, we've got plan, we've got perform. These are going to be the three sections of the book as, as that kind of comes to, to a head as, as I get that done. And we have to tackle each one of these phases with a little bit different perspective, with a little bit different determination with a little bit different way of going about them. They, they all have their own individual fundamentals, which are going to, we're going to, we'll get to in detail over time here, but the, the three segments all kind of flow, right? And, and, and I think that's what makes a good cycle. You got to have that, that flow because what's going to happen as we do this was we're going to focus here, we're going to focus here. We're going to focus on the action, and but then we got to come back, right? And so it does become a cyclical, like like seasons. And so you know, any you've got plant, plan, perform, and like any good three word combination, it just it flows, right? Ready, aim, fire. Get ready, get set, go, right? So each one of those areas are going to have a different focus and a different rhythm. So as you're building your business, you will actually continuously be cycling through these things. And you'll need to kind of check up and tend to that root system regularly. Um, and, and this kind of happens by getting more and more clear on the reason that your business exists, having more belief in yourself and your company, and, and, but by surviving risks and then celebrating wins and reminding yourself to take 100% responsibility for your results. So then you'll need to come and work on that trunk, right? After you've got, got the roots in place, you're gonna reassess your goals, you're gonna check in on your relationships, you're gonna pinpoint your ideal customer's needs, you're gonna track your numbers, you're gonna improve efficiencies and your workflow and redesign any policies and procedures that may, may not be serving you. And you're just gonna, you're gonna refine that trunk, you're gonna make it stronger. And then as you continue to work through the cycles, you're going to notice that, okay, it's now time to take some action. You're going to look after and, and build and grow the branches, make more branches come out, make more action happen. Because the more action that you make happen, the more space there are for leaves, the more leaves that you're able to then work on, then <laughs> the more fruit you're going to have. So it's all about continuing to take action, understanding if there's fears that get in the way, uh, uh, understanding that those fears are a sign of something that's worth doing and then just 
staying in the groove and attracting and, and managing good feedback and continuing to make constant never ending improvements to your routines, to your business. So all that stuff uh, is part of each of these processes. Um, all right. So that's the, the concept of the cycles and um, we can kind of get into the leaves a little bit more, but I, I think I'll leave that for another day because, you know, again, I feel like it's my responsibility to be the one that talks about these lesser discussed areas of our business because it's not the shiny leaves. It's not the thing that most people come into things looking for. Right. And, and I've seen that I, people want to know, you know, exactly what's going to happen here or there or how to do this thing or what's that latest trend. And I get all that, but that's so shallow, right? That's so it, it is the leaves and they're going to change. And, and it's a, it's always chasing. And, and honestly, it doesn't matter what leaves you're using because if there's no tree for those leaves to be on, then it really doesn't matter. There's leaves on the ground are not going to bear any fruit. So if, if we are focused only on the leaves, because see, the leaves become really easy to manage. The, the, the things, the marketing strategy, the equipment to use, and all that other stuff becomes really easy for a business owner to determine once they've done the other work. The reason that things are hard and people struggle so much is they haven't done the work to build their roots and their trunk and their branches and and therefore they can't figure out the leaves because the leaves are just laying on the ground and they're trying to pick them up and make them a tree. You, you have to focus on the other stuff. And then once you do that, then you use the information you have from the other stuff to make the decisions about your business. So again, we'll, we'll leave that for another time to get a little deeper into that if we want to. Um, or if you guys have questions about all that, we can certainly cover that here. But let's go into these these areas here and I'll, I'll pop it actually just pop it back up on screen real quick we've got the plant section here and in the plant section we've got empower yourself clarify your reasons and reignite self-trust so um as you see that i'll put I'll take this back down for a second here so it's all about developing and improve and improving the mindset that is required to own a successful business right when i first wrote that statement out for for my brain to kind of comprehend the plant section is all about developing and improving the mindset i i started with needed right i said needed but i crossed that out because a successful long-term healthy business requires these three things empower yourself clarify your reasons and reignite self-trust there they these are required so if you're a business owner, it does come with all sorts of perks that attract people becoming an entrepreneur, right? It's a, being an entrepreneur is very glorified. It's like, yes. It, it, and, and there's reasons for that because there are these perks that, you know, you do have the opportunity to set your own hours. You are the one that gets to make the decisions. Nobody's telling you what to do. You know, you're building wealth and status for yourself. And, and that is unlimited, right? You, as hard as you want to work is as much as you can do. Nobody's, there's no hourly rate that's holding you back. You can do as much as you want or as little as you want. And there's all those perks that come along with being an entrepreneur. Those perks also come with some responsibilities, 
right? So yes, you get to set your own hours, but you're also going to understand very quickly that you just gave yourself the right to work every hour of every day for no additional accolades, right? You, you will be putting in long hours, hard work, fixing things, being your, you know, all of those things are going to happen. And that's okay. Because if you do it right, you can maximize the time you do put in and allow that time to be less and less if you work on the foundation. If you're spending all of your time working on the leaves, working on the things, then it's going to get worse and worse and worse because you don't have a foundation to build upon. So when you make the, your own decisions, you're also going to discover that there's no one there to hold yourself accountable for any of those decisions that you're making, right? You, you're the only one that's accountable to you. So you can procrastinate as long as you'd like. And it's only you that'll ever know that you're stuck and unable to launch. So when you're building wealth and status for yourself, you're going to learn that you could also just as easily be putting yourself in a bad spot, you know, your potential trip to bankruptcy court, because these responsibilities, we have to totally change our mindset. We have to leave that job mindset behind that just over broke. You know, you have to embrace the responsibilities and be grateful for the empowerment that it represents. You're going to have to gain clarity of the reasons you're doing this so you can stay focused and overcome any of those challenging days. You know, that you may, maybe there's challenging days, maybe there's a challenging week. Heck, in business, there very well could be a very challenging month or a quarter, right? I, I know people that have had bad years, but yet they still recovered because their why was strong enough that they were able to recover from a really challenging year, right? Oh, I don't know, a COVID year, for example. You know, not everybody thrived. People did, but not everybody did. But yet they're still at it because it's that important to them, right? And and they've been able to turn it around as things are changing. So they had the belief in themselves to do that. So we have to really also work on reigniting that self-trust because we've had years and years and years of negative self-talk that have eroded all of that self-trust that we need to be successful, right? The the things that we want are just outside of our comfort zone. And, and we need to have that self-trust to push through those boundaries and extend our comfort zone. So the plant section is, is really the cycle of your business that's all about kind of introspective, going in, doing the work, getting into the places inside yourself that maybe you've avoided, right? It, it's, it's about, yeah, kind of dealing with some past issues right? Some people might even call this kind of part of business building the woo-woo part, right? Oh, we've got to meditate and have affirmations and, you know, unlock uh, limiting beliefs and go deal with past traumas. And um, all, all of those things are part of this plant phase. And, and like I said, yes, it's a different kind of way. And it is a lot about that introspective, but I truly 100% believe, I believe this is truth, that it's required to do this to get outside of your comfort zone. So that's the first section. The second section here is our plan section. And um, this is a lot about kind of building in the areas of, you know, this is the trunk, right? This is the areas of our business that's going to allow us to have 
that foundation to work from, right? When I, when I said that the leaves are easy to figure out, well, a lot of it has to do with what you do in this section because you're very clear on, on what the vision of your business is going to be. And when you have that vision, then it's just a matter of filling in the parts and pieces as opposed to trying to recreate the, the wheel, so to speak, every single time. So let's talk about this plan section a little bit here. When, when it comes to the plan section, right, we're going to start off with working on setting our goals, right? Building the vision. When, when we talk about being a goal getter, it, it really is about kind of what, what is my business going to look like? at its peak ideal of success and making that so clear that you have dreams about it at night, making it so clear that no matter what happens, your trunk is nice and strong. It cannot be knocked over. It can, you know, you, you've got all of that so clear in your mind that you're, you're ready to really kind of take off. You know, it's, it's that bottom part of your business that's coming out of the ground that then becomes a trunk. So it's kind of that stability that, that connects the roots to the trunk. And that being a goal getter is all about getting really clear on what it is that you want to do, what it is that your values are, what it is that um, your business looks like, what you want it to be, how you want people to recognize it, you know, as, as, a, as a brand, right? Because we think that we set what our company is but the reality is it's how people perceive our company that is our brand. So if we don't have a clear picture of what our business is going to be, then other people are going to set that reality by how they perceive our company. So we have to start from that place of really knowing what our core values are, really knowing what we want it to be. So then we can design our business around those core values and, and making it so that we then are able to understand who our ideal customers are because those ideal customers are going to match up to our values and then we'll be able to kind of grow and work from there. So it's that, that goal getter section there. We've also got the, the relationships, right? We're getting real clear about the people that are going to be involved with our business from, you know, even if you're a solopreneur, you know, the people that are going to help you, do you need accountants? Do you need virtual assistants? you know, maybe even wor working on some of the vendor information, you know, who, who are the, what's important for you when working with a vendor, you know, those relationships, because again, regardless of what you think your business is all about, you feel like you're alone and, and, and on your own business is about people, period, customers help, right? I I'm part of your business. If you're listening to this right now, I am part of your business other people around you that, that are there, right? So we have to really clearly understand that because if we're not careful with the people that are around us, they could be dragging us down, right? They could be in that blaming, complaining, excuse-making, excessive, commiserating camp that could be dragging you down. And if you don't design your business around the right people, then you don't have a chance to get there, right? That's going to, those people, that relationship is going to be, become wrong that starts to degrade trunk of your tree. So, so, so you've got to look at that. Then we've also got to understand the marketing ground. The, and when we talk about marketing groundwork, that's not the Facebook ads. That's not the email blasts. It's really getting clear on who your ideal customer is, understanding what problems you solve for that ideal customer, and then figuring out a way to craft your message in such a way that your unique value, why people would buy from you, 
becomes very clear. And that's your marketing foundation. Because then the emails, the posts, the should I go to this craft fair? Should I do this? Become really easy decisions to make. Those leaves become really easy to kind of figure out and move forward with because you know all that foundation, that groundwork, that that information right there. So that that's part. Then you've got the numbers game, right? We got to be able to understand our numbers so we have a good pricing strategy, so we have something to work from and build from. We, we've got to understand our numbers so we can plan accordingly and and have have all of that because again pricing is one of those things that it also is really a leaf right but yet the facebook groups are littered with what should i charge for this and and i get it right we we don't have confidence in ourselves so we're going to use somebody else's information but they know nothing about your business and on a facebook group quick like what would you charge for this it's so shallow that Yes, you can maybe use that a little bit for market research, but if that's how you're basing your pricing on, you will always be putting yourself at grave risk of either overpricing or underpricing your products until you know your numbers and re get really clear on that. We don't have to be to the penny, right? We're, but we have to have a good understanding of what our business is when it comes to the numbers involved with it. So we have to know our numbers. That's the numbers game. And we got to set some budgets. We got to you know, ha have that guardrails to go by when it comes to the numbers in our, our business. And then lastly, we've got to make sure we've got the flow, right? And then that becomes the top of the trunk that then uh, where the branches start flowing out of is our workflow, is our policies, is how we are branding even, right? Kind of more clear on, on what the branding is from a, okay, we've got branding as what's our values, but then what does that look like, right? What, what represents that brand? And, and so that's the flow, you know, you've got, like I said, your workflow, your processes, you've got your policies, your procedures, you've got how you're going to deliver the product. You've got what your brand is going to you know, what, what ties back into your brand as part of your company, that, that whole flow becomes that next part of the trunk there. So that, that's kind of the middle section of it. Hi, I'm Kyleen, and you're listening to an episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the Small Business Saturdays podcast? Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. Jerry says, I feel trapped in my comfort zone. I've had a great guaranteed crop at the end of each year for many years, but it's not my passion. Yeah. And I think doing, doing this work, Jerry, and doing the work that you're doing is helping you get to that place of, of understanding that, right? I think before you probably could have just been trapped there and it would have not been a passion for you. But now you're starting to recognize that that it's not a passion. And so now you need to start doing the things to start changing that, right? And maybe you still need to let me let me let me back up. Let me stop right there for a second before I go too far away from that. Because let's talk about the comfort zone for a second. We're not looking at the comfort zone as a bad thing, right? The comfort zone is there for a reason. It's there to keep us from catastrophe, right? But it, it's the comfort zone needs to be expanded, right? We're, we're not trying to just blow it up and, you know, immediately go from point A to 
point Z, right? We, we need to expand our comfort zone. We need to go from A to A.1, right? Or A.5, right? How, how much can you expand that comfort zone? The more you expand it, the better off you're going to be, but there's always going to be that comfort zone. The, the wider you can make it, the more successful you're going to be. But the whole intention here is not to just go bursting out of your comfort zone. <clears throat> so in, in your case there, yeah, you, your challenge, right? The way that you're going to feel unstuck um, is <clears throat> getting into, okay, I know what the comfort zone is. I know what I'm doing. You've got that crop that is um, really, like you said, can be fruitful. Um, and, and so you're going to allow that to help you, right? Because that fruit, those leaves, those become the more fertilizer, right? So, but if we're not working on the core, then we're not going to be able to expand that comfort zone. So let me just pop that comment up one more time here. I feel trapped in my comfort zone. I have had a guaranteed crop at the end of each year for many years, but it's not my passion, right? So what, what you've got to start doing is you've got to start taking what you can from that crop, right? And then reinvesting it back in. So if it's at the end of the year, then for you, it's real important that as soon as that part's done, that you get into the passion stuff. You you start trying and pushing and taking action. Um, I think what I've seen, Jerry, for you is, is that challenge becomes you're, you're, you're spending so much time trying to figure out what to do that you're not doing enough. And so I think you just need to try something and you're going to have some things that feel like failures. You're going to have some things that just don't work. Right. Um, uh, but so Jerry talks about, he says, how do I deal with a possible drought that may happen? I do believe in what my business does and what it can become. So, and, and that's really, that that's really that self-trust thing, right? So you had an opportunity to go through the unlock your potential. I think the more you can dig into that, right? That's that whole plant section where we got to, you believe in your business, but I'm not sure that you believe in yourself enough yet. And, and, and that's just, again, me from the outside looking in here. So um, may, I, I could be completely off base and that's okay. Um, but if you can build that self-trust to, you know what? Yeah, I might not have all the information about this, but what happens if you put it, put it out there, right? What's stopping you from saying, okay, I think this is what my passion is. Let me try that, right? And the more I work on that, I'm not saying you have to completely change your business and then just go completely away from what's been that you know guaranteed crop, right? What I'm saying is you start changing your focus, right? You start, and then what'll happen is you'll start... <clears throat> even inside of that guaranteed crop area, your passion is going to start showing up more. And those people that are part of that guaranteed crop are going to migrate with you and, and you're going to change that cycle. Right. And so, but it, it's not something that's going to happen overnight. So if you can start putting in the action to be working towards what you think the other side of it is without shunning the, the guaranteed crop, right. If it's, but you've got to figure out a way to not allow it to take over everything. And that becomes, again, working on these things, working on, on the clarity of your business, right? So I guess my first question for you, Jerry, would be, um, do you have a written business plan, right? And, and if not, 
then you got to start there. Right. And, and that's not something that's going to happen overnight. It's not something that you can do immediately, but you need to start writing all these things down and, and start formatting in such a way that what your passion is becomes a very clear story on the pages of a piece of paper. That's what a business plan is. It's a very clear story of what your passionate business is on a piece of paper. And that's what this is all about. This is what, what, why I'm so passionate about getting into these things, because I think with this, we have a roadmap. And, and so we'll continue to go into these things. But all these things that I'm talking about here are all things that I've talked about before, right? When we talk about empowering ourselves, that's just giving up the blaming, the complaining, the excuse making. Right? That's taking 100% responsibility and changing our responses. When we talk about clarifying your reasons, that's finding your why. Right? There, there's a finding your why guide out there. The whole goal for me and putting it in this format is for me to get all of this stuff <laughs> and corral it into one place and actually have this book and it'll come out in book form first. But that that's kind of the goal here for me. So I, I, you can look at our success group and, and what Todd and I have done in a very similar way to what you're possibly going through, Jerry, I think. And again, my opinion, so just take it for what it's worth, um, is, you know, it's it's evolved, right? We, we started out thinking it was going to be one thing, but realizing, and I found my passion more so, right? I, I knew it was kind of there and I was poking at it but my comfort zone was keeping me here. You know, I wasn't talking about stuff like this. I did have that fear that it was too woo woo and people were going to think I was crazy. And I've grown to learn through doing things like continuously going through that unlock your potential process right? and, and being open to it more and more and more, you know, and this is might seem silly to people. And like I said before, I would have had a really hard time, putting this out there because of my ego and the things that were in the way for me there. But one of the best things that has helped me grow and get outside of my comfort zone and become a better business person and become better at what I want to do with our success group is going into that, being really open to it, and then crying like a freaking baby. I spent 20 minutes crying almost uncontrollably in front of on a zoom call with a young lady that I had never met before. We just happened to be put into a breakout room together. <laughs> and, and I was in there my turn, you know, we had about 20 minutes to go through this and the 20 minutes, I, I had a hard time even talking. I was so emotional and, and I'm not saying that you've got to go cry to <laughs> make this happen, but I had that thing inside of me that was just I had never dealt with I all those feelings, all that energy was blocking everything that I was doing. So we, we have to start there. We have to start poking at that comfort zone. So hopefully that helps, Jerry. I, I didn't mean to kind of go way off track here, but but I think this is kind of part of this tree. And I really appreciate you uh, you sharing and and putting yourself out there and being so open for for us to to talk about that. So if I'm going to, I'm going to keep moving forward here, but if there's other things that come up, I'm happy to get into that. Um, we, let, let me go back to this here to kind of reset. Maybe if I get the right button pushed. Okay. Um, so plant plan, we've got the plan. Now let's get into the perform part, right? This is, this is the branches. This is the action. This is a whole different feel to it, right? The, the plan section is very deliberate, very, um, 
so with the with the plant section, it's very deliberate and very introspective. With the plan section, it's also fairly deliberate, but it's it's more of a building block, stacking things on top of each other, and and but in a very methodical way. When we get into the perform section, this is a whole different feel to it, and, uh, and let me explain that a little bit more. But this is where we we get into, the, like I said, the action part. We have to be taking action here. And so in the action stage, it's, it's really about the more action that you take, the more feedback that you get, the further and faster you're going to get to your idea of success. So, and then this is where, again, people, I think, kind of get a little bit stuck because they're so concerned at that planning phase that, oh my gosh, I have to do such a good job of this. I have to overkill, right? Our success group's business plan is still in motion. It's still being written as we go it will always it will always be in motion it will always be kind of rewritten over time um it might be less in motion as we go that's the goal right and that's the goal of all of this is to let this cycle start doing going on its own and figuring out how to automate and process and and all that other stuff and and getting other people involved and and growing the business in that way but no matter how good of a job you did at the planning phase um a tree that's only that trunk, only that plan is never going to grow any fruit. You know, you have to have the action, which are the branches to grow off of. And then the leaves come off of that, right? This is where the fruit grows from. So after you have that front strong foundation, we got to start having strong actions. We have to have strong branches that equate to those actions. So we have to have a way because we can't take those actions. We can't start building those branches if fear is getting in our way, right? If we can't share what we're doing as a business in front of people that we might not know, right? If I can't get on, let's say that we discover that the leaves that are going to help grow my business is to, you know, do a weekly live video like this. And yet you can't do that because you've got some fears getting in the way of that, then you're not going to be able to get there, right? You have to be able to put yourself out there. You have to be able to overcome fears. You have to be able to get out of that comfort zone by conquering fears. And really the only way to do that is by surviving a risk. You have to figure out how I can start as small as possible and then overcome those fears and then start putting yourself out there. And once you start putting yourself out there, that's going to mean you're going to get feedback, right? And feedback is not always Aaron, you did good or Aaron, you did bad. Feedback could be that you do this over and over again and nobody shows up. Feedback could be that you put out what you think could be the best sale you've ever done and, and you, you were all excited about it and nobody shows up. Or feedback could be you do something just in passing that you didn't really, you're like, oh, okay, well, let me just try that really quick. I'm not going to put a whole lot into it. And it goes really well right? And that's, that's feedback too. So we need, then need to kind of get that feedback and then make adjustments from it. We have to be open to listening to that feedback. We can't have feedback that is, you know, somebody saying, Hey, I didn't like what you did. This was bad. And you go, Oh, well, you're just a jerk and rah, close off. And I'm taking my ball and going home. It's saying, I appreciate the feedback. I understand it. I will accept it. I will own what I can. And then I'll make a decision as a business owner. It's your business. You get to make the decisions on what's valid and what's not valid. But what happens for most of us when we get feedback is it, it's 
feels like an attack. So we get defensive, right? People are not great at delivering feedback, especially when they're a paying customer because they don't feel like they need to be great at delivering feedback and that's okay, right? You have to be great at accepting feedback and then taking that feedback and going, okay, maybe this person's just sour grapes. Maybe this person's got something else going on in their life that just makes them a miserable person. But underneath all of that, is there any truth in any of this? Is there anything I could do better for the next customer? Right? Can I learn from that? Can I grow? Right? So we have to get that feedback. And then the perform stage is really about pushing outside of your comfort zone. It's taking those actions and then making adjustments. And then we have to show up daily, right? And we have to be able to do the action every day because if we do the action every day, then we're going to get better at it. Now, when I say do the action every day, that doesn't necessarily mean 24 hours, you know, every 24 hour increments. It means regularly. It means being persistent. It means if you're going to try, you know, doing a live video show that you show up and give it the chance, right? Two regular guys, we showed up every week and we gave it a chance. Could it still be better? Absolutely. We work on it all the time, but we're now 10 years in 450 some odd episodes. And, you know, we, we get a lot of opportunities that come from it. Are we the best out there? I don't know. That, that's not for me to decide. My decision is, do I get to work with people that I know and trust? Yes. Terry and Eric, love them. Do I get to grow and be better? Do I get to connect with other people? Do I get to share what I'm passionate about? Um, all of those things. And so do I try more, right? It's bringing and getting into topics and asking for guests. And we're, we're at a phase right now where we do have to find more guests and it's not easy, right? It, it, there's so much opportunity for people to be out there right now. And it, most people have their own podcast these days too. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a challenge, but we learn and we grow and we get better. Um, so we have to take those actions and in this perform stage, it's got a much different rhythm to it. Like I said, it's a daily showing up and daily, not meaning um, every day necessarily it it's best if you can, because, you know, sunrises, sunsets, new day, new start. Can we do more, right? Getting better each day, but that doesn't mean that you've got to do a live video every day, you know, but be persistent with it, right? Get going, keep going, keep moving. So it, it has this different rhythm, right? The, the slow deliberate sides of plant and plan are really different, but then Perform is about how many actions you can take. And you want to look at the perform part of your business kind of like a pit stop crew, right? When, if anybody's familiar with racing, the, the, the cars come in and they have to have their tires changed and gas added and, and that kind of stuff. And, but when that's happening during the race, those tenths of a second, those little seconds can make a huge difference in whether they win or lose. Right. So a pit stop crew has to go super, super fast and take as many actions as they can inside of that allotted time that they've got. Now, the flip side of that, though, is if the pit stop crew misses a lug nut, they don't get enough gas in there, they don't do a good job, then they're also going to fail. So we have to look at our business that way. How many actions can we take as quickly as we can, but doing it well, right? Doing, putting out something that we're proud of not just 
I don't know, excuse the language, not just half-assing it, right? If you're going to put out a Facebook ad, make sure that, you know, you check for grammar errors, right? If your thing is uh, grammar, <laughs> that right? I have a hard time with names and that's kind of been my thing, but that doesn't mean I don't work on it and I don't want to get better at it. I don't want to be proud of being able to go, yeah, I can pronounce a difficult name, right? I can say Nikki Ademkowitz now, right? So, <laughs> uh, and I still maybe don't do it exactly right, but I'm getting better at it. I couldn't even say it at all before. So it, it's about growing and getting better and and showing up with, with that pride. So going through all that, we, we, we've got to go as many actions as we can and then move forward. So that's kind of the, the just of it. You know, as we move through these cycles, what will happen is the action will happen, but then, right, spring comes and the leaves start to go. And, and so then we got to focus on the leaves for a little bit, but then those leaves are going to fall off and go away. So then it's time to come back and make sure that, uh, you know, check in on our roots again, make sure they're nice and strong and healthy and then check in on our trunk, make sure it's growing and, and, and doesn't have any rot inside of it. Right. And that kind of thing. And the cycle continues and then branches, action, leaves, and everybody's trees grow differently. And that's, that's good, right? Because that's what makes you unique. But if you've got to build your own tree, somebody else can't build that tree for you. So that's the whole concept of the money tree here. Let's see what other um, comments we've got here. Eric, thank you so much. This is fantastic. Um, I'm going to pop this up here. Eric, thanks. And thank you for checking in from LinkedIn. I appreciate that. All right. Small movements still advance us down the path more than sitting still than thinking about the right time to move. Sometimes we plant the seeds of this new goal and divert just a little bit of our total energy to it, put it out there and shine some light on what we intend to do, letting people know about the possibilities. I think Eric just summarized this perfectly. It, you know, you're shining some light on what we intend to do. You're crafting what we intend to do. And then we're getting it out there. We're letting people know what the possibilities are. So maybe even going back to Jerry's scenario there, uh, Jerry Dahlheimer's scenario, um, right? It, it, it's, we're going to start getting into that passion area. We're going to start showing those people. We're going to start showing the people from that guaranteed crop. Hey, here's what I, here's what I'm really passionate about, right? And you're not going to say it in that way, but the more you start sharing it out there, the more it's going to become the focus and the more it can become the crop. So um, uh, yes, Eric, thank you very much, sir. Appreciate that. All right, you guys. So that's what I've got for you with that today. That's what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to show, and let me just pop this back up on there one more time for those that are tuned into the live version and can see it here. So this is the fundamentals of business success, plant, plan, perform. And um, again, you'll see things in here that uh, are things that I've talked about in lots of different ways. So the whole idea here is to bring this together into one uh, cohesive bit of information. So I hope that by the end of the year, this book will actually be done. Um, I'm working to have the first draft done by the uh, end of June. And uh, that way I can get it to my editor, which for now is going to be my mom. <laughs> and then we'll grow from there. So um, hopefully that helps. It looks like we've got some storms rolling in right now. So before the internet uh, has any other problems, unless you guys have anything else for me, I think we're going to call that a day. Um, as of right now, I, I don't have next Saturday's Small Business Saturday planned yet. I wanted to kind of 
throw this out there, let it hit, see where it landed, see what people thought about it and get some feedback and then be able to adjust and, and go from there. So we can talk about different things. I've got a, a few other things that are potential that we can talk about. So um, if you guys don't have anything, I will drop in. But if you guys have some suggestions um, for what you'd like to get into in next week's Small Business Saturday, uh, please let me know. You can just comment here if you're watching in, in the live version, or you can uh, hit me at the link down here, osg.link forward slash volley here to our successgroup.com forward slash try OSG. If you're not already an OSG squad member like Curtis and Jerry Dahlheimer are, and uh, you can check that out and uh, and see if that's right for you. And, and we've got a, a trial, a first month trial offer and uh, see, see if, if that's something that would be right for you and your business. So, all right, you guys, that's what I have for you. Thank you, Jerry and Jerry for the kind words. I much appreciate that. And, um, I appreciate you guys spending some time with me here this lovely Saturday morning, and I can't wait. Oh, one other quick thing. Stay tuned to these same channels. Uh, I'm going to start doing something at 7 o'clock in the morning every morning here. I'm going to try something new. I need to make some changes to my routine, and so this is going to help me be accountable to that. And, um, you know, I keep talking about the fact that we need to take 100% responsibility, and we need to give up blaming, complaining. We need to be celebrating wins. We need to be growing self-trust, all that kind of stuff. And I kind of had this realization yesterday that maybe I need to do more um, for my end. So uh, stay tuned. It's called a fundamental start. And you'll see that happening 7 a.m. Monday through Friday. Uh, just 15 minute quick check in with everybody and, and uh, go from there. So tune in to that here at Live OSG or at the Our Success Group uh, Facebook page or over on my LinkedIn page as well. So that's what we've got for you guys today. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will look forward to um, you have a great day as well. All right, good. Thank you guys so much. Uh, one more time on the, the, the fundamentals here, plant, plan for perform. And uh, that's what I got for you guys today. So have a great rest of your Saturday and we will talk to you again next week. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.